Previously on Happy Go Lucky. Boris, sir, did you just explode that thing? Why are you always running? Why can't you just use your powerful devices? I use my ring. Watch Boris is a very well-kempt man. You know, his hair is gelled back pretty hard. Mooch, why didn't you answer any of our questions? Whoop, that's pretty good for an EP test. Had a pause right above the hole and just kind of did the look down. There's a hole, look up, and then fell through. You guys accelerated yourselves. And you thought you were going in a certain direction, and suddenly you were plummeting through the air, and then you're tumbling into the ground, and now you find yourselves in the heat of the cave. Turns out, I just remembered this crazy laboratory that exists. So I'm going to close and lock the door, because in all horror movies, no one closes the door. So I'm just going to walk up to the door and go ahead and change the state of matter into liquid. He, he looks dark, and he's made of matter. It's a steak. I mean, you really can't throw a steak well. See what's going on, and then I play the answer. You know, it really hurt me. I'm going to pick up the steak that I found. Yeah, I'm just going to see, you know, look at what they're doing, because they're obviously can't really do anything. Angela, I told you to light the oven on fire. a steak. I mean, you really can't throw a steak well. And it slides very slowly toward the floor by Angela and explodes the floor. And so where you th were throwing it, you actually were throwing it in the wrong direction. And yeah, that blows you straight into the basement. You're welcome, Angela. You're free from I the giant thing you created. Yes. So wow. now you are, you're down to a six, um, but you are out of all of the effects of those Steak things. Taking a card okay. was a good idea. Yeah. It's like a green. Okay. Oh, uh, and Eric is now there. Now you, you really saw this explosion. You're able to kind of move yourself out of that, Boris. Mm. Uh, Eric is now the lone one that's up Just, there with you. He's in multiple effects at this point. Yeah. I think I should have rolled to see how well I threw that stake. Uh, you just uh, picked that I threw it poorly. <laughs> well, no, no. You, you, yeah. were, you were in a mirror effect, so you threw it really well. Mirror. But you threw it in the opposite direction where you thought you were throwing and, it. And uh, you was also slowed, so like you it were slowed didn't down. go anywhere. So gravity on the meat anyway. So it was like... Uh, <laughs> yeah. And she rolled really terribly, so something hit bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Boris, All right. your turn. Um... So, I mean, you know, he just chucks the steak and blows up the floor. I'm just kind of... Now you know he has exploding steak. Kind of laughing, you know. <laughs> Obviously, they, they are powerful, um, however, like powerful not very babies. smart. Um, so, you know, 
I'm just gonna like kinda go ahead and melt the floor slightly so that he just kind of slides into it a little bit and then kind of seal it back up. Oh, you're going to stick his them. feet into it. Yeah, so he's just like stationary. It's like linoleum. Mm -hmm. Alright, roll. You know, roll pretty, pretty much carbon frozen in there. Roll other, Mason. That would, that's going to kill my character. <laughs> that's my Oh, I got a job. 12. Oh, oh, I get that. Alright, so you're going to get a choice there. How about the explosion the knocked me out? of his range well so here's yeah here's here's the option right he's messing with the floor and the stability of the state of the matter of the floor so you could fall down and get out of all of this stuff come join me but take you know take some physical and I'm, you're getting a good roll but so this is allowing you to escape when you probably shouldn't have been able to escape um or you could get yeah i think that's probably your best option otherwise you you can kind of break free of one state they have your choice, essentially. Yeah, fall, okay. come join me. Yeah, so you slip down, you take uh, minus two. I'm going to say you take minus one. Minus one. I put a bed down there so yeah. you fall on. I found a random no, mattress. He, he, it's got he some falls like, onto this shelf full of, of peaches. peaches. <laughs> 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 I deliberately placed he's there got, for you. He's got peaches. peaches all over him now. It's a little <laughs> glass. That's kind of what cuts you a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you two are now uh, covered in peaches. Covered in peaches, but you're you're free. What you're do you free. do? <laughs> teleport to Dave. Teleport to Dave. Okay, we just keep running who's, away. Uh, who's teleporting? Oh, uh, you couldn't teleport. Is there any way to communicate to him to tell him where to meet us so that we don't just meet at his house and then the creepy dude finds us again? One could imagine Dave. Yeah, there's no... Uh, That's true. I, we could imagine Dave, Dave and pull Dave there to us. There you go. Us. You can pull him right to the basement with you. No, we're not going to pull him to the basement. That would be really <laughs> bad. Just go, grandma, pull go grandma, grandma him. He's an old man. Pull grandma to us. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get out of here. So we could pull grandma oh, to man. us, but in a different location. Grandma could easily wipe okay, where, Where's the location you want to go to? Boris, dude. Hmm. Um, can we go back to that throwback to that like safe house training unit? Oh, okay. Not in yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah but like you know, it's, a, it's like a safe house. Give me a roll. Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness! So bad. All right, so you both do teleport. There's an overload on Sector 17927. A breach of some kind. This is not possible. You check that again. You're looking at the same readings I am. This shouldn't be possible. You're right. Something is wrong. Sir, another report. The girl in stasis has woken up. Nothing changed. She just gained consciousness. So one of the observers just reported an anomaly in Tank 24, same section. There is an unaccounted fluctuation in the resonance. I've never seen anything like it. Get here. She needs to know. Well, 
This is troubling. What, what, what shall we do? The possibility was always there, but how they could do this from inside the resonance is unknown. How? How could this have happened? We have contingencies in place. If he arrives, I will meet him myself. What do you mean, arrive? Eric is coming, and everything is about to change if we don't act quickly. I'll alert the strike team. Oddly enough, you do teleport to that similar place you're in when you when you wake up, I guess, or you, you come out of, uh, of the movement. All around you is a wide open space. And right in front of you is one of these glass containment containers, like where you found Molly before. Oh, no. uh, but inside this containment container, you see who looks like Grandma. Joey. Oh, Joey? Uh-oh. What do you do? Wait. Let him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys don't know anything, do you? Oh, wait. Shoot. Wait. Mm. I, I know. No, I you know. don't. I do know. You really don't. Joey's evil. <laughs> no. I don't know anything. No. Um, what, can we try and teleport Grandma do? to us? Give us some information. You just... Did your thing. So what are you doing next here? You got Joey uh, right in front of you. What are you gonna do? Bro, it's Joey. I'm not gonna touch him. <laughs> uh, why is he in here? I don't know. And I remember the last time we took someone out of here, it, someone put them in there for a reason, and I don't want to mess with that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of scared. Oh, I'm kind of scared because we are not where we're supposed to be, and I rolled terribly. So yes, you're garbage at that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. Grandma needs to take that ring back. <laughs> okay. All right, I say we get out of this bunker thing and go look for other people. So we're just so going to leave, leave Joey, Joey. Joey. Yes, leave Joey. Joey there. You're going to leave Joey there? Yeah. Wow. All alone? Yes. Okay. Roll physical. What? We're going to walk out of here, so. <laughs> 12. No, 10. And a, or no, no, a 10. 7. And a 7. Okay, so um, yeah, you're, you're able Six to walk seven. out. Oh, wow. As you're walking, you see another container. This has Carl in it. <gasps> we need to let Carl out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let Carl out. <laughs> right, let Carl. Yeah. Carl's a beast. Okay, so what are you gonna? How are you gonna let? Because Carl now, out? now there's two of them. Well, isn't there like a hand thing? You put your hand on there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roll other. Wait, both of us? Uh, he's put the hands on there, right? Yeah. Uh, seven. Seven. Oh, dang it. That wasn't a five. Aha. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get your choice. You either uh, let them out, but you set off an alarm let or nothing happens. You're going to set the alarm off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you putting your hand on there uh, releases that, and this alarm starts roaring. Yes, the big alarm starts roaring. The sound it's there, and and the uh, enclosure on that one opens, but you see the enclosure like the the uh, you see start to see it on Joey's start to open. In fact, the lights start kicking on this facility, and you see that there are like 30, 40, 50 rows of <laughs> these strange pods. What did we just do? And all of them begin to light up, and the little dots on the top of those things. We just like released an alien invasion. Oh, yeah. bro. I'm and, about to uh, die. Yeah, so they. So, but his one uh, container does, in fact, open. Joey, you see that dark, uh, that darkness that had closed before, uh, begins to open back up. the The wall that had shielded is now unshielded, so you can kind of see outside, and you realize that you are trapped inside of uh, one of these containment facilities. And you can sort of look off the way, and you can have some freedom of movement inside. And you see the two of them. Uh, near a containment um, unit that's a little bit further away. What do you do? Hmm. I'm just in, you know, shock, obviously, but uh, I'm just going to kind of like uh, wave at them, see if I can't, you know. Thump on the thing or something? Um, well, not necessarily. I'm not dying, you know. Yeah. I'm just going to like... Move his arms around. Yeah, move, move his arms without any sound. Yeah. All right, so Carl's uh, unit opens up, and Carl uh, sort of sloshes out. He looks dazed. He doesn't look um, very awake at all. He's still got, um, I guess, the mask that's connected to him where he's the breathing apparatus, and but he's slumped down, and all the, the fluid gushes out uh, from his thing, and so Carl's just kind of laying there. Uh, what, do you, what do you do with Carl? You can also start to see sort of Joey... Uh, coming awake and kind of thrashing and, and motioning. Okay, so I think one of us should uh, help with Carl, and then one of us should go get Joey. Considering you probably can't open the containment pod, I shall go see. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, I am certified in CPR, so I'll help revive Carl. <laughs> okay. I'm going to remove Carl's masks and try and wake him up. Okay. I guess that's physical, mental. 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 We'll call it mental. Nine. Nine. That's good. It wasn't <laughs> mental. That might not have worked, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. So you're able to figure out this uh, equipment, and you're able to get that mask off, and kind of wake uh, Carl up. He still looks pretty woozy, like he's been out of it um, for a while. He looks very, very pale, like he's been in this thing for a long, long time. Um, what are you doing, Eric? I'll go free Joey. Okay. Actually, I'm going to observe the other people in the pods first. Okay, roll for that. A two. Oh, wait, a three. A three. There's lots of pods. (laughs) Good job. Now, you do notice one thing, that the floor coloring is a little bit different here than it is elsewhere. And if you count correctly, there are 43 pods, all in this uh, colored-off section of the flooring here. But then there's also sections of more pods that are out there. That's all you notice. Great. Now please go get Joey. Um. Oh wait. Can I? Can I like ask Carl? Can I talk to Carl? Try to. Okay. I'm gonna say Carl. Carl, wake up! Wake up! What's going on? Why are there pods? And how the heck did you get in there? 
Actually, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna make another move. Okay. Um, as, as Joey thing. stuck in the pod. Uh huh. Um. Actually, just get never mind. Right, okay. You're gonna, wait. Yeah. No. All right. So Take Carl Carl starts to wake up a little bit and um. this liquid all over the place. Great, now I'm covered in vomit and peaches. (laughs) Peachy. (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, Eric, you are going to try to help out. Yeah, Joey, uh, Carl seems all right, so I'm going to head over. I'll let Joey Joey out. So you're going to put your hand on the thing? Sure. Roll other. Wow. All right. This time you've already set off the, all the alarms, uh, but that opens up. So Joey, you, the, the liquid starts to drain out there. You're able to catch yourself on that pad. You can pick off the mask if you want to. And uh, as that all finishes draining out, you are able to look past him and you see a group of what looks like guards that are coming with, uh, with sticks that are sort of glowing on the tips of them. They're, they're a good bit off because it's a long mm-hmm. place, but obviously of all the alarms that have been going off um, would cause some kind of people to start to run this as well. They're all wearing uh, white suits. What do you do? Um, can I ask a question there? Am I aware of where I am? You, you remember everything that happened all the way up until that point, so you don't know exactly where you are, but you remember waking up right. before. So. Okay. Um, what happened? Uh, I can't tell you. My mask is on. I'm going to point to the guards first, and then I'm going to take my mask off. Okay. You know, with, with concern. Point okay, so... So you're at a different pod with Carl. Eric is right next to Joey. He's pointing behind you. What do you all do? I okay, so I'm gonna <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Don't turn around. I continue my gaze. Listen, and tell Angela to look. <laughs> I've obviously looked. Okay, I am because I'm like on the ground. I'm covered in vomit and peaches. I'm gonna grab Carl. I'm gonna yell at you to grab Joey, and we're gonna try and teleport together. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell them. Uh. Yep. Church. <laughs> we're going to go to the church. Okay. Did the church blow up? No. Okay, then we're fine. All right. Um, wait, okay. wait, wait. So, do you want to so do that? Do you even remember the church? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go there. Okay, so you go You go to try to teleport them? I think, I think we're going to do that. I think we're going to save our friends and teleport. So you notice as you look down that you don't have a ring on anymore. Oh, snap. Carl took it. <laughs> um, Either do you, Eric. Oh, Joe took it. And now the people are getting closer. Shoot. Um. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna slow down. Slow them down. With what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't I have? Isn't that my sash? No, that's my matter. You don't have matter. a sash. You don't have anything that works. I don't have anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, because I went back. Hmm. Hmm. Are you gonna at least run or such move? Such a horrible or do roll. Everything just disappeared. We're gonna die. Uh, I'm 
We're gonna run. We're gonna run. Angela seems the loss. We're gonna do. I just. I'm astounded by. I'm gonna run. I'm not going to grab Joey. I'm going to run. Okay, I'm gonna run without Carl. Carl's just. So the two of you just yeah, you're gonna leave Carl there. You're gonna leave Joey. I mean, we're gonna. Mm -hmm. gonna Start running. Which which direction you're running to? I'm assuming Joey's gonna come with us. I guess we could no take Carl. Okay, we'll grab both of them and go. Okay, Which so you're both running. Uh, roll physical to see how far you can get. Actually, I might as well just run to the guards. We're going to get caught. Six. <laughs> Two. <laughs> okay, so you both, you kind of grab them and get them on your feet. You're helping, uh, Eric is helping Joey, and uh, Angela is helping Carl, and you get out of this space, and suddenly there's lights all around you. You're completely surrounded by these guards with uh, masks on, hoods and with these lighted rods that they have and um as so as they're surrounding you uh one of them parts and another person with a white um you know white outfit kind of walks in there and you see them start to take their hood off Mooch. and it's grandma dang oh no what a prank well now isn't this interesting. In 1833, a new technology for smelting iron with anthracite coal created a boom in coal production in Pennsylvania, in and around the small town of Centralia, PA. As with many scientific discoveries that are meant to make life better, this new technology allowed organizations to generate massive revenue at a time when the country was barreling headlong into civil war. An influx of migrants led to many abuses and with weak to non-existent labor laws, the anthracite coal barons preyed upon the many Irish that were fleeing their home country in response to the potato famine in 1847-48. As the Civil War escalated in 1862, local drafts of working men were enacted, but heavily resisted by the mine workers who felt they had no stake in the mounting war. This opened the door for the creation of private policing forces by the mining barons the most prominent of whom, in this part of the state, was Franklin B. Gowen, who was the president of the Philadelphia and Reading Railway and the Philadelphia and Reading Coal and Iron Company. Documents from the time describe Frank Gowen as the wealthiest anthracite coal mine owner in the world. Escalating violence and clashes between the workers and mine owners continued until the workers formed one of the first unions in the region called the Working Men's Benevolent Association whose purpose was to create a unified voice in organizing the workers to push back 
against the perilous working conditions in the mines and treatment of the miners and their families. Doing so, however, had quite the opposite effect. Before long, the union had grown powerful with 85% of Pennsylvania's anthracite miners joining, numbering nearly 30,000 working men. In response, Gowen forged his own alliance, rallying all of the mine operators in the region to form the Anthracite Board of Trade. In addition to the railroad, Gowen owned two-thirds of the coal mines in southeastern Pennsylvania. He was a risk-taker and an ambitious man. Gowen decided to force a strike and a showdown. It was at this point that Gowen hired the famous Pinkerton Detective Agency, who would use its success in this operation to become the single most effective anti-union organization in the country. By the 1930s, the Pinkerton Agency employed 1,200 labor spies, and nearly one-third of them held high-level positions in the targeted unions. With Pinkerton agents in place, Gowen forced a strike of 10,000 miners by reducing wages by 10 and even 20% in certain areas. The scope of the strike forced the hand of then-Governor John Hartramp to order 1,800 members of the state militia to the coal region to help put an end to what was called the Long Strike. With the militia at his command, Gowen used his influence to arrest many of the miners he believed to have the greatest influence according to his spies, and set himself up as the district attorney and special prosecutor in their trials. A jury of non-English-speaking German immigrants was found and bullied into returning guilty verdicts that resulted in what is known as the Day of the Rope, or Black Thursday, where 10 of the miners were hanged. So many of the mining leaders were hanged in this time period, they left 43 children without fathers. Jack Keogh was indicted and hanged as the King of the Mollies, largely on the 210-page false testimony of a spy placed in their midst. His name was Jimmy Powderkeg Kerrigan. In 1979, Pennsylvania Governor Milton Schapp granted a posthumous pardon to John Blackjack Keogh after an investigation by the Pennsylvania Board of Pardons. The board recommended the pardon after investigating Keogh's trial and the circumstances surrounding it. Governor Schapp praised Keogh, saying, the men called Molly McGuire's were martyrs to labor and heroes in the struggle to establish a union and fair treatment for workers. And, it is impossible for us to imagine the plight of the 19th century miners in Pennsylvania's anthracite region, and that it was Keogh's popularity among the miners that led Gowen to fear, despise, and ultimately destroy him. 100 years from the start of the terror and violence against the miners in the Centralia region on Memorial Day, 1962, it was discovered that a mine fire had been set in the mines below Centralia. The circumstances surrounding this mine fire have never fully been uncovered, yet that fire continues to burn to this day, and Centralia is literally a ghost town. While we have fictionalized the stories and experiences of Eric Wolfgang, Joey Keogh, and many of our other characters, our story about Centralia is based on real-world events, for truth is often much stranger than fiction. As we move further away from the past, our knowledge of the events that actually took place fade, and truth becomes a mere resonance of what once was. The heroes of our youth at times become the pariahs of the present, but either way, our memories of the past have a way of shaping the present and the future. 
We hope that you've enjoyed our story titled simply Centralia and encourage you to investigate the many mysteries we have tried to uncover for yourself. But we caution you, be careful how deep you dig, for you never know what secret you may uncover. Thank you for listening to Season 1 of the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, titled Centralia. We'll see you again for the ongoing story of The Residence in 2020. Network, a podcast network dedicated to creating and publishing family-friendly content. Learn more online at happygolucky.com. Lucky is spelled L-U-K-K-Y. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here for our next story episode this coming Monday.